Welcome to our speaker panel. I'm super excited to welcome in our friends. We have a really fun session in store. So today we are joined by Jasmine Hayden, Alec Bashal Rubin, Taj Savitri, and Fallon Satterfield, which so far, Alec and Taj have given their talks and have been absolutely amazing. And Jasmine and Fallon are going today, and I'm so excited to listen to your talks. And so today we wanted to create a little event that was actually Alec's idea that Alec suggested for this conference. So thank you, Alec, for suggesting this. This is super fun, where we are going to have a Q&A panel. So my team and I have come up with a few questions that we're going to be popcorn answering to hear all the different perspectives from different experiences in business. And for those of you who are here joining us live, I would also love to know what questions you have. So at, at any point you're like, I have a question. I want to hear some answers around this. Please leave that in the chat box and we will go from there. Let me check one thing really quickly, a logistics piece to get us started. Amazing. Okay, so we're going to get diving right into our first question. What's the juicy one? There's so many juicy ones. Let's start. Let's go there. Do you all just want to go there? I think we should just go there. Yes. So what is a big lesson that you've learned so far this year? Or you can also just in your business as a whole, but I would love to know an initiation you've had and what you learned for, from it. I would love to go first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think for me, the general lesson that I've had in so many different parts of my life and my business has been like releasing control and thinking that you have like everything that you do is going to result in exactly what you expect for it to be. And then when it doesn't or say it does, it like creates some sort of like validation that actually isn't sustainable. And so um, for me, like I've had so many things in my life and my business this year not go the way that I would have say in on the new year's eve of 2021 been like this is what i'm gonna create and do this year and um you know i could say that that's something that i am am appreciative of but at the same time it's like it's something that you have to learn to appreciate because it teaches you so much about what you actually value um not only in within your own internal like self and your identity but also like the things that you focus on when things aren't going well. Do you know what I mean? So um, not that like everything goes wrong or that there aren't things that are going right, but sometimes when we're so hyper-focused on something going a specific way and it doesn't, it can feel like, um, you know, you don't have control or that you did something wrong or that you're not doing enough or that you're not enough, right? And so for me, I've had to revisit at a new level these new, um, the same kind of work that you always do around like your worth and what is possible for you, but at a higher level to the point where you really have to, you only have your inner self to count on. You don't have, um, like the things that you expected in the way that you expected it to 
occur to give you that validation. So you really only have yourself, your relationship with God, the universe to count on, to know, like, actually, like I'm safe, I'm good, I'm perfect and whole and I'm doing enough. Do you know what I mean? So for me, I would say like, my biggest lesson this year has been like releasing control and surrendering to outcomes in a way where my emotional self, my spiritual self is unshaken by external things. Mm, I love that. I love that. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Mine is uh, resonant in a, in a different way. My biggest lesson this year in in business and in leadership is allowing myself to fully drop into the depth of my contractions. Uh, I went through the deepest and longest contraction of my entire life this year. It was so fucking hard. And I was holding myself so gracefully. And when I look back and just reflect more deeply on how that period of time shaped me and built me and strengthened me, I have a such a deep appreciation and gratitude for my willingness to be with the shadow and to look at everything that was showing up when I was in that space and how that gave me the embodied wisdom that I now hold that allows me to show up for my work with a a different level and um, I think like expanded perspective of how whenever I'm going through contractions, they're always just like these greater openings into how much more I can hold for myself and for my people and my communities. And so before when I might've not let myself go quite as deep or I would like taper off, now I'm just like, all right, we're here. We're going to like be here. We're going to let it all uh, come out and, you know, somatically experience it and release it and clear it, but also honor what is present rather than trying to get into the next thing or trying to like shift myself really immediately into like an action oriented mode or to be like in that do, do, go, go. And when it comes to like launches or when it comes to the offerings and things like that, just allowing that to be a space of resting and receiving and being with and letting go of the judgment of why it's there and the mind trying to figure out, you know, like what, all of the, you know, reasoning and things like that. Um, That's been such a huge lesson for me of like letting my contractions be what they are and knowing that they carry so much wisdom that inevitably carries out into my work. I'll go next. I love that. This resonates so much, all all of these pieces so far. The biggest lesson... I've had this year at the beginning of the year, I had a lot come up in my personal life, like really taking care of a family member who was in pretty serious health, a health contraction, a health, um, I don't want to call it a crisis, but it just took a lot of energy. And then also I had things come up with my health that I'm still navigating. And I, my business for so long for the first couple of years. And this is, I think this is so normal that I, it relied so much on my time, my energy, how am I feeling that day? What, 
how much time do I have to dedicate today? My emotional capacity. And I, and that's great, right? Like our businesses are an extension of us, but I got to this place where I was like, I also want my business to be all of that, to be heart centered, but I also want it to like, I want to be a CEO. I want it to run in a more sustainable way and it not to necessarily have to rely on, do I have my full capacity to show up today? And I've been creating, I came back into the business in, I was, I was doing things right. Like I did some master classes, a few live master classes. I was mostly selling things that I had already created though. And I came back into the business in July, ready to create again. And I just have reframed my business from the ground up and restructured everything in a way that is creating so much more sustainability in my business. And it feels really exciting. It's also taking a lot more intentionality. Like there was a part of me that came back in and was like, I'm just going like boop, boop, boop. And then it's ready. But I'm really having to sit with it taking more time than I thought I would, it would take just because like, there's a process of momentum, just, you know, when we think about physics, it can take a while. And the intentionality of it is running so deep, like deeper than I've ever experienced in my business before, that it's just really, I feel like it's really setting me up for who knows, I might burn it all down again in, in next year or the next couple of years. But the way the way I'm feeling it right now, I'm like, this is setting me up for a sustainable business for the next couple of years, at least, or however long I desire to run my business this way. And yeah, but it took me being like, oh shit, I don't have time to be in my business. Oh shit, I'm making way less money than I did last year. Like, oh shit. And it was really challenging to my ego, but it was also such a beautiful lesson in how my business needs to be in order for me to truly be supported more than I ever have been and to really be creating the life that is why I even started the business in the first place. So that's mine. Love it. I'll go. Okay, you go, Tom. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Alex. It's so refreshing to be here on this panel. Um, I think sometimes because in entrepreneurship, we can be in our own bubble and feel like, is anybody else dealing with this shit? (laughs) So I resonate with everybody, like the God stuff, the slowing down, like the being in the, the deep, like really sinking into the deep contractions, like learning actually how to like find the joy in that even. Um. What I learned this year, and it's so interesting because it sounds like you guys have been like active in so many ways. I was really off the map. I was like having a hot girl summer in Ibiza and just like, fuck it all. I'm going to do beekeeping. <laughs> just like, I just like totally put everything to the side and wasn't sure if I was going to come back. And um, what I learned, I think the first thing that I learned in that process was to really not feel like I have to do it all alone. Like I really like gave it up to God and and found my own u- unique relationship to the universe, God creator in, in the ways that I needed to, to feel like, um, 
whatever was happening in my business and my life and the sense of stability that I had had from numbers and the money in my bank account and the clients that were coming through and the validation that I found in that, I really let that go, which was really hard because so much of, um, <laughs> so much of like my self-worth and self-esteem and stability was actually tied into that without even really seeing that. And so what I really learned this year, and I think out of force, one of my friends had said, you get the feather, the brick and the semi-truck. The feather is like the tickle of um, like when spirit is whispering, like things need to change. Maybe it's your body saying something or, you know, you're like really tired every day for like a month and you're just not quite getting it because you're so in it. You're in the launch, you're in the momentum, you're in the patterns that you've been in. And then there's the brick. It's kind of the red flag you can see and you're like, yeah, but then you brush it under the rug. And then there's a semi-truck, like a crisis happens or, you know, something really big is like right in front of your face. And so I got to the point of the semi-truck. And it was a three-year process. <laughs> and um, what I learned in this process was to slow down and listen. And most importantly, listen to my body. And um, and Melissa, I resonated so much with what you were saying around like, it does take time. It takes a lot of time to really be in the slowness and the cultivation of something that is going to last. And the ways that I've been thinking about it is like a relationship. Like you're either going to go for the quick fuck and like get your, you know, like have fun or you're really going to like sit and listen and, and learn how that person wants to be loved. Really has its own consciousness and it is its own entity and to sit and to listen and to be a student of your own business and your own body and how they're both responding to each other. That has been the biggest thing for me this year. And every time I thought I was ready to get back up and get going, I heard no, even slower than you think you need to go, deeper than you think you can go. And so by the time I was ready to come out, which actually was yesterday, which is so cool when I was speaking here, like I launched the first thing that I've launched in a really long time. It was like all of my courses, all of like the blood, sweat and tears for like 111 bucks. And it felt like the sweetest thing I can do for my community. And I was so over those teachings anyways. And I didn't resonate with like who I was and I taught it. So for 111 bucks, hopefully they get something really good out of it. And now it's like, okay, what's the fertile soil here? What seeds want to be planted in this really beautiful way that honors everything that I've gone through as an entrepreneur over the past four years. So if I'm going to wrap this up in a pretty little bow, I would say the biggest thing I I learned was to listen, to really listen and slow down this year. Thanks guys. So awesome to hear from each of you sisters. So grateful to be here, Melissa. Thank you guys so much. And for me this year, two things. One is to not take things personally from partners or students or customers who stop ordering for whatever reason or stop engaging for whatever reason to not take that personally. It's, 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 it's not me. It's it's just not a congruent, aligned, energetic fit. And then second is that being when I first started my business five years ago, I thought I'd be at a certain point now. And I'm definitely not there. 
And I had at the start, perhaps an unrealistic expectation with the certain level of activity or the universal timeline that I would be floating and playing upon in the Leela of this journey in life. And I'm just, I'm just not there yet. And it's okay. It's, it's totally okay. And I still get to have that as, as an aim of where I'm aiming my target and my, 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 my projection, my, my rocket ship that I'm flying upon the empire that we get to build, right. The, the, the journey itself. So I'm not there and forgiving myself for being hard on myself, which is just so easy. I'm an Aries. I'm an manifesting generator. I'm a high level. I have a high level of production in doing. Melissa knows this. She says, sends me a message. Everyone was like, have you taken a day for yourself? And so the do nothing day is very important for me. And um, I don't like to do the nothing. So just to be able to have that grace with my big, beautiful, fluffy dog and my beloved Annie, my partner, that's like those just all put together. Don't take anything personally. Be okay to have the nothing day on a monthly basis. And that it's okay that we might not be where we thought we would be at this point in time of life. It's all working for us. Yeah. Alec, look at my comment. <laughs> yeah. He always texts me back immediately, immediately. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is so beautiful. I love this so much already. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so for those of you who are here live, if you have a question you want to drop in the chat, drop that question in and we will get to it. Our next question, I have, I have a lot of questions too, though. Our next question is around trust. And Jasmine, why don't you ask this question, Jasmine? This was your question, so why don't you ask it? Okay, we'll see if I remember how I how I put it before. Um, uh, what was a point that anchored you into a new depth of trust? Um, what was the second part? Did you write it down? Because I feel like there was a second part to that. <laughs> I, I think the gist is like, do you have a story? The way I could see this is like, do you have a story? Was there a moment, right? Entrepreneurship takes so much stress. And we've learned that over the years. I'm sure we all know this here. So but it's something that is experiential, right? Like we can logically understand I have to trust, but I think you go through these experiences that are like, wow, I really had to trust during that. And what was that experience? And what does that, what does that trust, what has that trust initiated in your life? And what does that feel like to you? Does that sound good, Jasmine? Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I can actually kick us off. Um, yeah, there was, wow. There's actually so many that, that were in the very beginning of the year that were super, super pivotal. So I'm, I'm deciding which one is the best. Um, so, okay. Yeah. I, um, I had signed a client that I was super, super excited to work with. 
it felt so aligned and, um, she was all in and, uh, it was my, at that point in time, the highest ticket and longest container I was ever holding for one-on-one. And so I was like, so jazzed. I was like, oh, I'm going to hold this dope ass space. She's going to grow and evolve. I know always I'm going to support her. We're committed. We're in this. And like she signed the contract. We were set to begin in, um, I think this was, I want to say like a month before where she dropped out. Um, she was going through these intense personal experiences that made her no longer available. And it was really challenging for me because it was the first time I had ever had a one-on-one client back out of a contract. And it was the most money that I was ever going to receive at that point in my business for a one-on-one client. So not only was I like so disappointed in, um, in how things were unfolding in the sense of her not being able to show up, but also from the monetary standpoint and like the business standpoint, I was like, Oh, I had already accepted this money as being a part of my life and being a part of my experience. And now it's not here anymore. And having to work through so much of my own like personal shit. And then like what that meant for, um, for me and being able to release and let go of the attachment that I, the attachments that I built there. And it was really fucking hard. And what I gained from that was I realized in retrospect, like how that freed so much more space that was actually being, I felt guided by spirit, by God, by source, by universe to be in a completely different capacity to redirect that energy. Uh, and so even though it was like, it may be the hardest thing I've gone through in my business so far, um, just because of how much I felt impacted by it. I gained so much trust because I was like, Oh, when things don't work out the way I think they're going to be, or the, when things don't show up the way that I've built the expectation that there's always something bigger that's here for me. There's always a higher possibility that's like more aligned for me. And it's hard to see it for me when I'm in it. But afterward, I just like it just like, oh, okay, I can trust like I can trust that when things don't look like they're going to be good (laughs) or like that I'm going to feel good, like they will. And they just take their own time. And then that they they shift the way that energy is able to be shared and circulated and supported. Um, And so that also gave me a deeper trust of like my own energetic like mastery and just like leveling up and how I'm navigating my own energy and how I'm sharing my energy and my work and how I'm receiving energy in my work, realizing that the right soulmate clients, like, and that, that also gave me clarity on that, right? (laughs) The right soulmate clients, they're going to be giving me just as much life as I feel like I'm giving them. It's like this really beautiful reciprocal exchange where it's like, I get to feel as, um, trusting and excited and loving and compassionate with my clients as they get to feel with me. And those are the only dynamics that I'm available for. And so it also just, it made it, it made me like clear up any little, um, any parts of me that I felt like I was having clients that weren't, weren't that. And so it also like the trust in my leadership came in through really strong data. Yeah. 
So oh, you, you can go. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah go. <laughs> For me, um, I just feel like the my experience of this entire year has mostly been like expect the unexpected. And for me, that's showed up in a few ways. Like when I launched something that was totally what I felt um, a catalyst and something different to the industry that I felt like people need around tenacity and building a certain energy around um, being able to hold challenges in challenging seasons of life and business. I had launched that and I'm like, this is going to be the thing this year. This is going to be um, the program that I have like 30 people enroll into. This is going to be my 50K launch. And I launched it and I had four or five people sign up. And then only one person consistently came to the calls, the entire thing. And for me, that was really like a trust in believing in not only what it was that I was offering and not making um, it mean something that there weren't more people that believed in the power of what it was as well, but also the trust in myself to continuously show up in an, in a space that I normally would run away from out of um, insecurity. And so for me, having had this experience um, in being able to not only trust what it was that I created and that it was something that was pivotal for the industry, for so many people, for my business, for how I branded myself or what my messaging and what I talk about, um, but also trust in showing myself that I can show up in hard moments and it still go great. I think that sometimes um, when things look a certain way or we expect them to look a certain way and they don't, um, it's easy to want to kind of go back into your shadows and to retreat or to feel like, um, okay, well, that didn't work. Like, let me do this thing and then, or let me do that thing or let me just cancel the whole thing or let me kind of like change uh, the way that I've present something so that more people want it in a way that might be more understood to them than it is to me and my own soul. Right. And I've done that in the past in a way that felt so inauthentic for me because more than just my business being a business, and I'm sure you all feel this way too, like more than just your business being a business, it's also like an entity of an expression of your essence. And more than anything, it's a creative um, manifestation of your own consciousness. And so for me, I've had to learn to trust the timing of the creativity of the manifestation of my own consciousness through my business and keep it that way and trust that like what I'm doing and how I'm expressing myself and what I'm saying and the marketing and the messaging and the clarity of it is enough. And that um, even though something didn't turn out the way that I felt intuitively that it was that that doesn't direct the future of something or that doesn't direct um doesn't have to direct my internal sense of of clarity around what it was that I gave you know what I mean so um that was the, the big thing for me um and how I feel like how what does that feel like to you now for me, what that feels like is, you know, I've learned so much this year that like a lot of people online like to profess this idea of ease and quickness. 
And sometimes ease and quickness isn't necessarily going to give you the most fulfilling and purposeful experience of what it is that you're doing. And while I would love to constantly like say everything is easy and quantum and quantum leaps are hard as fuck. Like you, you contract so much like for fucking months, almost a year before you have that really big, like almost what it seems like in your system or in reality an overnight shift. And that's because you go through those hard things and those low things and you don't have ease and you have to be patient and you have to trust and you have to steady your momentum energetically more than anything, even if you physically can't do something because you are on the path, but the things that are on the path are most of the time very hard before they get to be, you know, easeful and and beautiful in these magnificent ways. So for me, that's just been how I've gained trust. It's like, I'm not trusting in anything external. I'm only trusting in myself and my relationship that I'm, that I cultivate with God every day. And I know that that's just enough along with the actions that I know it can take. And as long as I do that, I know that my timing is perfect and everything as well. So yeah. So good. Yes. (sighs) My This whole year was about trust, man. It was big. It was deep. Um, I went through an experience of kind of knowing that I wasn't going to work the rest of the year. As I mentioned, I was like trying to get back up and I was like, no, it's not happening. You know, (laughs) just like, you know, really weird back and forth. And I was just like, fuck it. Okay. We're not working this year. And I also knew that I needed support. I had three mentors this year and um, all for different things. And it was interesting because I felt so jaded by the industry. I felt so jaded by business. I'm a projector. I was like, I'm, I'm a projector in a world of manifesting generators and generators and all these business models that are about like quick, go, more, sell, quantum. And I was like, hold up. My nervous system is freaking the fuck out. And so I made the decision to, to hire mentors, even though I knew that there wasn't going to be a lot of money coming in. And so I had to really anchor into receiving the support and knowing that it was it was beneficial in some sort of way, even though I wasn't actually seeing any results, which we're so used to, I think, when we hire someone, like expecting some sort of result or all of a sudden we do the quantum thing and money comes into the bank account because we just like put that money out. So it's got to come back. I wasn't experiencing that. So I felt really like, like it was like my first time hiring a coach again. And I was like learning how to be in this new way. And so months and months and months of hiring mentors and receiving mentorship and support, which felt so good to, to really be in that free fall of like deep, deep receivership and also seeing my bank account get pretty low. It was like, it shook me in, in a lot of ways because I wasn't used to it because typically when I would hire someone <clears throat> and put money out, I would counter that with like that adrenaline rush of action right? The excitement. And I was really learning how to decondition that, that patterning. Um, so I did get to a point where I was like, okay, we've never seen the bank account this low. Cause I was paying myself as well. I was traveling. I was like, you know, I really need to be in this season. 
And so I got to a moment where I was like, I really need help. I need help in a different way. And I actually didn't have the money in my bank account to, to hire this mentor. And so I, um, I was like, okay, maybe this is the first time we take out a business loan. And I kind of had a reframe around that because I've never taken out a loan in my whole like four years of having an online business. Cause you're, you know, you can do a cash injection, you could do some sort of crazy sale, but I was hearing everything in me that was like, don't fucking sell anything. You got to find a different way. And so I actually ended up, um, selling like taking out some like crypto or something like that was like the worst time to take out crypto (laughs) and i was like okay all right selling at the worst time we're just gonna get the money for like the vip day and um in that moment when i did that that was me really deciding that i wanted to come back because it was such an abrasive and humbling moment for me and i was i remember i was like sitting in the park with my mentor and she was like you've got this, you can do this, but you're going to do it differently. Like you're, you're actually here to lead in this different way. And this is why you're having this experience. And I was just like, yeah, but it fucking like took me through the bushes, you know? And so, um, that was, there was a big, big lesson around like trusting to receive the support and also, um, trusting that in some way that I'm going to receive something bigger, but it didn't actually have to be money. And that was like a really big deconditioning. And so hmm, I just exposed myself a little bit. Okay. So uh, what does that feel like now to you? I, I feel, I feel like I can trust myself, like really, really trust myself and really trust life. Um, yeah. I really feel like you know, similar to some of what you guys have said, like it's me and my relationship to God. And I know that like where I'm being guided, sometimes you're just like, where are we going? You know, and learning how to really be in the play of that. I had a really hard time finding the fun in all of this. And that was like a really big lesson this year. And so I feel like now I can actually like, I've learned the dance. I've learned that all right. Things are very mysterious. And I actually don't know how, I don't have to know the next dance move. It's like ecstatic dance now. It's not like this proper ballroom dance, you know, and I get to like really love it and be in it. And so I really got to find like the fun and the play in coming back to my business and not actually the words that have been coming through to me this morning is I want what God wants for me. I don't want a million dollars. I don't want a hundred K month. I want what God wants for me at the pace that is meant for me. And so that's, that's really um, how I feel now. And the result of that lesson. That was amazing, Todd. Thank you. I, I wrote that down for myself. So what was an experience of angering more trust in your life? And what did that trust catalyze? And what does that feel like to you now? Um, one of my mentors calls these God winks to be able to, tune in and feel when is God, when is spirit winking at you? And I didn't have many of those this year yet in the last three months, I have had quantum God wings come to me. And two of them came in the form of one woman coming up to me. She was actually coming up to my dog because my dog is a total babe. And he just is like such a fluffy monster. And um, she came, comes up to me, was like, come at your dog. And we start chatting and get her number. And uh, she wants to connect with me on, on business and entrepreneurship. And then she invites me to apply to TEDx 
because she chooses people to speak on the TEDx platform. And that was a massive Godwink for me. I mean, you know, it allowed me to believe more deeply in myself and what I'm doing in this world. And then three weeks ago, I was at an event in Orlando with some top earners in the industry and the very end of the weekend. And I'm there dressed in white shirt, red jacket, white pants, white hat, white shoes. Like I'm rolling with the vibe. And, and like, there's not anyone else with a red jacket and all white. So it's like, I'm standing out. And, and that's my, that's how I roll at events. And this guy comes up to me at the end. He's like, listen, I've been, I've, I've had my eye on you all weekend. Loved your question on stage. And I'm writing this book. And actually I have 31 authors that are participating in this book. And it's all about creating community in the industry of network marketing. And we have people who are rocking $300,000 months to 5K months to 10K months. It's a whole span of these authors just in the journey of being your own business owner in the industry model that I'm in. And I love your energy. And I want you to consider being an author in this book. And I love speaking. I don't like writing at all. Not my thing. Don't like journaling. Don't like writing. I do it, but I don't like it. So it's like a massive edge and a massive growth beat for me to step into. And I'm doing it. I've done it. It had an investment because I get mentorship along with it. And the first book that he wrote had 1.8 million buys. So this is a huge exposure agent for me that both of those two pieces are just massive catalysms for me to create more trust in the universe, in myself, to be able to doubt my doubt. Because in the follow-up, what I've just said earlier, right? I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I'm, I'm, I'm making incredible strides forward. And then he did tell me, it was like, hey, Alex, on one of our previous, um, we we're talking about the outline. He was like, listen, in October, we're going to have an event for this book. The book's releasing in February. We're going to have an event. And I want you to be one of the last speakers on the event. Like I want you to close out the event speaking on stage. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's next level. That's amazing. So it's like, how does that feel for me now? It feels humbling. It feels auspicious. It feels like the, the, the timeline of the universe is working like right on time, like a mantra that I've used in my business that really came to me when I was like way on a psycho not journey is <laughs> I have arrived safely, undelayed, and perfectly on time. And the medicine of that is is so powerful to me. So thanks for letting me share, sisters.